You're listening to Love, Sex, Business with the Boss Ladies of Detroit. I'm your host, Ayana Williams-Jones, owner of Twin Resorts, Pedicure and Shoes to Go Day Spa, and Boss Ladies of Detroit Business Consulting. And I'm Naya Marshall. I own Ivy Kitchen and Cocktails, Diamo Development, and Detroit Decontamination. And we're your hosts for the official Boss Ladies of Detroit podcast. Now, Naya, let's give our listeners a little bit background and tell them a little bit about yourself. A little bit about me. My name is Naya Marshall. Um, I'm from the east side, Six Mile and Davidson to be exact. Um, I'm a McKenzie High grad. That's west side. I moved on the west side when I was 14 years old, as many people did. But I repped the east side all day, every day. (laughs) Um, I am a U of M grad. I'm a Wayne State grad as well. Yeah, I had a corporate career for a long time. I became a full-time entrepreneur a couple years ago. Two years ago, full-time. Yeah. Yana, how about you? So, I'm a Brooklyn girl. Best I, but of course, I repped the west side of Detroit. Um, a cross between suburban and west side. I graduated from Oak Park High. Suburban. <laughs> but um, entrepreneur to heart. I just, um, I started out doing real estate um, and crossed over from there to General Motors. Of course, I um, dibbled and dabbled in the entertainment world. And I have a book coming out about that, Detroit Madam. But Be on the uh, lookout for Detroit Madam, everyone. Yes, and then um, about 10 years at General Motors, and I started my day spa, and I just decided from there I didn't want to do corporate anymore. I wanted to create my own corporate, so here we are. Um, Some of those things, challenges that we went into, you know, those are a lot of things that I want to discuss uh, that other women don't have to go through those. How how did you transition, though? Because that's a tough thing to have a career a successful career, actually, and then transition into basically being your own boss. Um, so I did a little a day. Every day that I was at work at General Motors, I started out five minutes, ten minutes before I knew it. I was on an hour. And then at that point where I couldn't take other people running my business because I felt they didn't have that passion. Right. And I didn't want to lose any more money. I was like, it's all in, feet in yeah. for me. How about you? That, that's a that's that's a huge risk considering you have a family and everything too. So for me, it was a gradual process. I um I'm an autom- I got a strong automotive background as well. Um, I I real estate. I still have a development company. It's called Diamo. It means did it on my own. Most of our stuff we do it on our own, and that's actually the name of my development company. Um, and I started out buying houses. I bought my first house when I was 19 years old. I own a few commercial buildings now, and um, my favorite thing to do in real estate is redevelop old structures. It's one of my favorite things to do. Uh, But in terms of transitioning, it took me a while because much like you, you realize that no one's going to run your business the way that you you will, and no one's going to have the passion to do what you can do. You know, so at the end of the day, you have to make that hard decision as to what's the right timing for you to do, go full time entrepreneur, and give up that guaranteed check that you get every month yeah that's that's definitely you know the hard part is that guaranteed check Mm -hmm. um what would you say to build a successful brand what is the like that part for me to tell people 
You know, I tell people you are your brand. So the way you, you know, you leave out your house down to how you talk, they're all judging you before they even know about your business. Well, that that's a tough one. I mean, that, that goes with, you know, being black, basically, being a black, black woman out here in business. You know, you are. How you look, how you speak, everything that you do, people are looking at you and judging all that. So... The, the best way to brand yourself is stay true to your brand. So identify what that brand is, what that looks like for you, what it means to you, and stay true to that. Because sometimes when you deviate or you, you know, we all try out different things. And Trend. some work and some don't work. Um, and, and you can implement some trends into your brand. But I was, I, the best advice I would say is to be true to the brand, whatever that means to you. Yeah, and that, yeah. That's, a, that's a big... Um, you know, that's a big thing because a lot of people go with these fads. Yeah. And fads are around for a moment mm-hmm. and trends set the wave. Absolutely. You know? So that's Absolutely. how I look at Absolutely. it. Absolutely. So. But the core of your business stays the same. Like, for instance, you, you have a strong real estate background. Mm-hmm. You still, your business development consulting company right now, and I'm speaking for her, um, has a lot to do with that. Mm-hmm. So there there is overlap within that. And so you do tend to pull in those old skills or the skills that you used 10 years ago etc into your today mm-hmm. you know what I mean so and who would have thought right like it comes full circle yeah I had I love this wonderful saying I saw where the person said the job took me five minutes but you pay for 10 years so most people think, oh, because, you know, oh, my God, you're attaching this high price to consulting or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever the case may be. But I'm giving you the shortened version of what it took me to learn in 20 years. Exactly. Of exactly. Doing business. It's not that time, that moment. It's all this experience, all this research, all this education. Resources. You're paying all you're paying for all of that. Mm-hmm. And that's what people need to understand. Because people think like, oh, it only took you 20 minutes to do this. Well, it took me 20 minutes to do this job. How long did it take me to learn how to do this and perfect it? And perfect right? it. And, and brand it properly. Exactly. And that's just the reality of it. Mm-hmm. That's the reality of life. Absolutely. <laughs> um, those are some of the things that we're going to discuss on this show because I think a lot of people, they see the end results. Yeah. So they yeah. see where we are today, right now, this moment, and they're like, they look like me. I can do that. And absolutely you can. But you have to put the work in. Yeah. So the 10 years prior that you did not see, that's the work you have to do in order to. Ayala Van Zandt, I'm her biggest fan. And the first thing she says is do the work. Do the work. You have to do the work. You have to do the work. And the work is, you know, when you d- decide to make that transition, you have to start where you're comfortable at. So everybody can't make that transition from business, you know, from corporate to business. But I tell people, do a little bit a day. Yeah, do, you there's know, nothing wrong with a good side hustle either. You can you can have different different streams of income and still have your day job. That can still lead you to make millions of dollars. People mm-hmm. misunderstand that you don't need to be a full-time serial entrepreneur. You can do day trade. I mean, there are so many things you can do and keep your career. Because a career is stable. You get health benefits. You get 401k. You know, it, it does come with some level of stability 
in that. And then some people are passionate about their careers. They love it, but they still need to offset and want more money. But because that's the that's the bottleneck. Careers limit how much money you can make. Someone is going to tell you all the time, this is how much money you can make. Mm-hmm. And if you don't like that, then there are many things you can do. You can stay in that career and offset it or transition out of it, which is what a lot of people do. How did you discover your passion? Or have you discovered your I passion I have not discovered yet? my passion yet. I know I have a lot of talents, as, as most of us do, right? Yeah, because she hooked my face up today. I, I have a lot of talents. And so I, I utilize those talents um, to... The best of my abilities, basically. Um, my my ultimate long term goal is I'm gonna turn one of my commercial buildings uh, into a biomedical manufacturing facility. Those that is what my ultimate long term goal is. Uh, what I say, I'm passionate about it. Um, I'm passionate that it's gonna be something that I'm making, that I'm creating. You know what I mean? That's owned by someone who looks like me because it doesn't exist today. So I'm passionate about that part of it, but. I'm very happy in making things work and making things successful. So maybe that's what my passion is. When I figure it out, I'll let everybody know. Yes. That's why you have to subscribe. Exactly. Because if some people, it takes them a lifetime to know yeah, their yeah. passion. Like, you know, a lot of people, they don't discover it to 60 when they retire. And, and some then, some of us are put here to help others achieve their goals. Mm-hmm. Not all of us need to be bosses. Not all of us need to be, you know what I mean? You are a boss. Even you're managing someone else's goals and their life that's in alignment with yours, mm-hmm. that says a huge thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm good at that, actually. And I take pride in doing that. That's why I'm the type of person, like, whatever I can do, I do. Like, I have an array of talents. So, we're, you know, you jump in the fire, basically. Yep. And that's how... That's how magic gets built. You know, a lot of people want to stick to and say, oh, no, that's that's not my lane. I stay in my lane. Well, if you stay in your lane, you know, if the lane ends. <laughs> Where do you end up? <laughs> I guess over the bridge. Huh? <laughs> but if you can transition, you put that blinker on. You know, the left lane might be going a little bit faster. And then when it's going too fast, you jump back over into the slow lane. Exactly. And then you come back into the medium lane. So I think that's my passion is, is I just like to see people win at the end Who of the day. Who wants to be in first class by themselves? Exactly. Right? I want to be able to say. You want to be with your girls. You want to be with your loved ones. That's who you want to be in first class with. And everybody being able to afford being there, being comfortable being there, and being able to get used to being there, basically. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Who wants to do this is a journey. This this life, this thing called life is not a sprint. It's a journey. And you want that journey to be filled with people that you love. Exactly. And people that you're not, you know, I, I always tell people if you're the only one in a room with money. You know, the, the famous saying is if you got four or five, four broke friends, you'd be number five. <laughs> so, but if you got four rich friends, you can work your way to be a number five rich. Exactly. So, you know, those are things that this podcast is intended to do is to make sure that we win together. Absolutely. And as a team, that's what you should do. So, you know, my passion and my goal is to have 100 boss ladies. Fantastic. Yes. And I want to start out with Detroit. And I want us to take those boss ladies. And I want boss ladies in Miami. I want boss ladies in Atlanta. And a couple of them in Paris. So make sure you subscribe. Especially if you want to be one of those 100 boss ladies. Yes. 
Um, I, I just, I'm so excited of the, you know, I know right now uh, our pandemic with COVID, um, but I'm inspired on, you know, basically where we can go from here. Absolutely. There, there are so many things that we can do um, as a team, singly, every little bit helps. Um, our wonderful entrepreneur, Robin, who owns this awesome Motor City Woman studio that we're recording in. Um, she's a fellow entrepreneur, fellow boss lady, and Detroit is just popping them out. Every day, every day. So make sure you subscribe. Yes. So, Naya, what would you say in becoming boss lady? Um, and then we're going to go into what is a boss lady so that everyone can know, you know, that's who they are also. Um, but what would you say was one of your biggest challenges that you went through in your journey to becoming? Some of the challenges, I mean, there, there's going to be obstacles. Um, obviously, you got to figure out a way to overcome them. But some of, some of the main challenges is is really capital, you know, raising capital um, for your, getting someone to believe in your dream. You know, that, that's, a, that's a, a daunting challenge because, you know, traditionally banks don't fund black women, you know, um, so and we don't have access to venture capitalists. So this is why so many of us transition out of our career. We could have been entrepreneurs 10 years ago had you had enough capital, right? Mm-hmm. The reason that you go to work is you're raising the capital. You're doing this small so that you can raise the capital to do it on a grander scale. And so I would say, like, some of my biggest, the biggest challenge I have ever faced in being an entrepreneur is literally um, capital, raise, raising funds, you know, and get, getting someone to believe in you and believe in your vision. That, that's, that's a hard task, especially when you come from the east side like me. I don't come from money. I don't have a parent that I can call and say, oh, mom, I think I want to do this this year. Can I get $100,000? Can I get a $200,000? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? A lot of people do. I don't. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So if, you, if you're like me and you got to build from the ground up, you know, you, you are literally engulfed in what you're doing every single day. And you're saving money here. You're living light here. One of the one of the biggest things that I could say to overcome that is to live below your means, to save up that money, that revenue, to build that capital so that you can walk in a bank or walk in somewhere and say, I'm not this isn't just my idea, but I got some, some cash equity in this game as well. Yeah. And I would say that was that's my biggest um obstacle that I've had to overcome is working capital. That's not something that we, you know, the biggest, one of the biggest things that I saw with opening my brick and mortar for my day spa was we tried to budget it down. We tried to make it work. We want it so badly. Yes. And we don't put in, we be thinking we can get, you know, Joe, over there and and put the Clarence no no pun intended but our video guy is Joe and I think I just but uh, we think that we can when we put our project together number one we don't do business plans that's number one a business plan is the book it's the Bible it's the Bible to yep. your business it lets you know if this is a hobby and you just need to go home and finish collecting. 
and 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 continue that journey or is this an actual fundable profitable business that you can run and that should be the first thing people do before they even could go past go and collect $200 but in doing that we need to be realistic with those numbers and I can say that I was guilty of not being realistic with those numbers same I wanted downtown Detroit downtown Detroit I got it but it was very I was like oh I got my uncle my uncle could come in and he could do this I got another cousin that could do the plumbing and and then the city was like oh but can your uncle pull a permit no. No. Oh, what does your uncle have? Blueprints. <laughs> Blueprint. Yes, you need an architect to yes, actually you do. draw out that plan. And guess what? You didn't. So now we have to redo it all over. So that money that you spent is now null and void. Exactly. And then on top of that, where's your working capital? Yeah. How are you going to sustain until you start generating revenue and then turning over a profit? Where's your marketing? Because we don't think we need to put marketing in the plan. And that's the one of the most important. Yes, word of mouth gets it done. But a good marketing plan gets it sold. And faster. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Much faster. So but I just think, too, though, a lot of people get intimidated when it comes down to sitting down and writing that plan. Mm-hmm. E- even if you're not an expert at it. I understand when people pay consultants to do it. I do think the core of it, though, should come from the business owner. Simply because this is your project. You need to have complete awareness of everything. I've seen a lot of people go out and just pay somebody to do their plan. And then I'll I'll ask them details about the plan. And half of them haven't even read through the damn plan. Oh, well, I'm the person that they pay to do (laughs) the business plan. And guess what I tell them? I will not do 100% of your business plan. We're going to do this business plan together. Because what I learned going through the process of opening my brick and mortar was when I get in front of a funder, they want to know my numbers. That's the main thing. They, that's if, really all they want to know. That's all they care about. Can you pay us our money back? And, and, and how? how much money we going to make? So <laughs> if I have somebody else or if I do your numbers for you, those numbers aren't going to be embedded in your head. Mm-mm. But if you sit there and you do those numbers with me and you tell me this is how much my service is going to cost. This is how much it's going to cost me to get it. And this is how much I'm going to sell it for. And this is my marketing percentage. Also, you you understand those costs. You know, what Mm -hmm. it actually costs to do this. Can it make money? Is it viable? Is it a hobby? Exactly. (laughs) It's like, you got to, the numbers are the most important part to me. What what they say, numbers don't lie. Numbers do not lie. lie. Numbers do not lie. Bad boys, Detroit Pistons. There you go. The ball don't lie. (laughs) In this case, numbers don't lie. And neither do boss ladies. Exactly. (laughs) Well, we try not to. We are entrepreneurs. <laughs> At the end of the day, this, just a, a little bit shorter than politicians. <laughs> so, um, and then comes the love part. That's the fun part. Yes. Hopefully. Hopefully. You know, after a good long day at work, you want someone to share all these things with. Um, it's just sad to say sometimes that men are intimidated by boss ladies and that's you know and that's that's the you know 
the thing is, how do we, you know, it's almost like your boss at work and then you have to come home and be this humble abode and and almost be like, okay, well, someone like me, my mouth. <laughs> I can't is, do that either. It's hard. It's not happening. I try. No, I, I don't even so try. Hard. Like. I try. I'm a Gemini, so I just be like, okay, one twin go to work, <laughs> <laughs> and the other twin goes home. So that way they get the best of both worlds. Right. So but you find that balance. How do you find that balance? It's hard because um, you know, first of all, you have to pick the right mate. You know, when when they say equally yoked. <laughs> That's a, you know, that's a true statement because you have to have somebody who supports and understands exactly what you're going through. Because if they don't understand that, then they're not going to understand understand what type of day you, you had. And they're not going to understand, well, you know what, I need to make sure dinner is done for, done for her today because she had a bad day. Right, right. But we'll continue that. Absolutely. We have this and more to come. So make sure you subscribe. Subscribe now.